Fit for Life Radio, episode number 88, I think. It's 88. I said that like I'm sure. I'm not even sure, I swear. We need a whiteboard. So We should get a whiteboard or a blackboard. Chalkboard. Last night, I went to the, the best of here in coastal Virginia. They have every year like the best of and then different categories for businesses. And we were best of gym. Always. So I got to go, and I should have gotten tickets for, for everyone, maybe next year, because I mean, it's, it's a cool event. The theme was the Roaring Twenties, and you know how parties always have themes? Mm-hmm. I was like, should I Did you dress up? dress up for this? And I was like, nah. I mean, I, I wore, you know, like... A polo. A polo. I know what you wore. With, with a tucked in <laughs> t-shirt, but do people... Did people, they go all in? They went all out, like the suits with the vests and the, the hat. Mm-hmm. and you know women wearing like those type of flapper dresses and there was a costume contest winner or something but yeah in my mind I, I would go all out and no one else would Dude, okay so i was gonna say that's like the risk you run because you don't know like how mm-hmm. like how into this is everybody else and you don't want to be the one person wearing like a costume and everyone else is just dressed normal and then you're like mm. damn i'm the weird guy yep but then in your case, you're the guy that wasn't like, you know, into it enough to, to dress up. So, And then they had a band that's real popular in the area in Richmond, kind of playing that type of music. It was, it was cool. Some 20s music. But then the fun thing was, and they had, um, so with the event, you got like a drink ticket. They had specialty cocktails from restaurants. But also they had 10 or 15 local restaurants and they all had different foods. And you would go try all the food and you got a coin. And then you would drop the coin at the, the place that was your favorite. And then that would be, a, you know, the best restaurant. And so, yeah, I ate all of them. All, uh, all the things. You got to try them all. And so I know the winner was, I didn't compl- stay, that guy. I mean, 9 p.m. is my normal bedtime. The party was till 9. I left at 8.45. That's you pretty did pretty good. good. And I'm proud of you. But it was going to be uh, set. Sate. Sate. Yeah. And they're a food truck, actually, in the peninsula, right? Yeah, they're, Which le- is they're cool. legit. And they're opening a restaurant. But, so here's where I'm at. It's so hard because some things were like little, these little, they make s'mores, right? These mm-hmm. little s'more bites. And some things were more like meat and cheese. And do, you look, feel, sat- do, you, do you feel like they cheated? So satay, it was, their thing was a macaroni and cheese spring roll dumpling things mm-hmm. so they're basically like macaroni and cheese like it, fried macaroni and cheese yeah i mean this is gonna be good yeah right and they also had these little deviled eggs like bacon like little hunks of bacon in them those were good too they were both really good but i feel like just it's too easy right yeah um there was so there was one place a restaurant and I'm going to forget the name of them. And this is who I gave my token to. They had this little uh, beef tartare. Ooh, I saw that. How was it? Dude, it, Ballin'? Was, it was good. And tartare. There was a little, I don't know if you saw too, like this little bread thing, right? It's just like a, I mean, it's like this big, 
like the size of a nickel, mm-hmm. super thin, like a thinner than a penny. It, like one, it's one bite worth of this little bread thing. And it was, dude, that thing alone. Was it the best <laughs> nickel of bread you've ever had? I mean, in your it was life? Just, dude, it was good. <laughs> like the crunch, the flavor, and then with the with the soft beef tartare mm. and some little spices in there, herbies, herbals. It was good. It was a good bite. So, and part of it might be too because I'm somewhat partial to beef. I don't eat a ton of fried food. Well, partial to beef, but also it was just simple, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so I yeah, theirs was really good. We had how was the s'mores? The, so the s'mores that that was probably see that intrigued me. That was John's favorite. Was it? Um, and they must that's their company, S'mores Amore. Mm-hmm. And very of course you eat s'mores, it's like super nostalgia. Oh yeah. And then it's nice because it's in this little easy to eat square, you know, and I posted the video where they're mm-hmm. like flaming it up. That's and now I, I wish I would have gone back and got a second because we got the original. They also had a, another one that was made like a blondie style. And yeah, they, they, it was good. That was balling. That's, I would try them out. I think we might, they're in Norfolk, right? Yes. Yeah. I think we were going to try them out sometime. And then there was, let me pull up my stories here. So I can name name these places. Uh, I don't have the name for this place. So there's it was funny. There's a pizza place doing pizza, and I've been watching that one dude who does the pizza reviews. Yeah, what's his name? Oh God, oh, Dave Portnoy. Oh, yeah, 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 Dave and Portnoy. With uh, what's what's his whole thing? The main thing that they did the sports barstool barstool. Yeah, yeah, with barstool. He does the pizza reviews, which are oddly just mesmerizing. They are. And dude, they, that's what got us through hey, quarantine. So now I'm like looking at the pizza, <laughs> looking under it, you know, looking at the undercarriage. Check the crust on it. And so when we went, I wanted a, a pepperoni and they were all gone at the time, but they had some fresh, which I don't like. I would never pick this is a chicken barbecue pizza. So instead of pizza sauce, it's barbecue sauce, mm-hmm. which that right there, I'm like, eh, I'd, you know, like, I mean, it's pizza. But it just doesn't taste like it doesn't pizza. have the spirit of pizza. You know? it, yeah, exactly. And I ate it, and it was it was actually very good. And but in my mind, I was like, I, I want to try the pepperoni to base it off of. So I came back later and got the pepperoni. But the pepperoni wasn't as good. it wasn't as good. Damn, as the chicken barbecue. I feel like your pepperoni's got to be like your flagship. Yeah, it's got to be your best slice. Like that, just the so the way was it? So I realized was it like, like Dave Portney, I do like the thinner crispier mm-hmm. type of pizza um but and this could have just been the batch like the barbecue chicken like you bite into it the flavors the sauce it was all hitting the pepperoni was just it was it was the was it like cafeteria it pizza? was it was no i mean it was cooked well and it was crispy and and all that and all that was good the flavor from the sauce was just you didn't, you didn't get that tang not hitting um mob jack tavern had like these little meatballs those were good with like sauce. I feel like that place is over in Gloucester. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think so. I think I've driven past it before. Then the satay kitchen. Dude, so I'm surprised. So satay is normally like like that egg rolls kind of like it's good, but I feel like their I don't know, their best thing is literally just meat and rice yeah. and veggies. And so I expected that to be what they brought to the table. Yeah. No, Cuz I feel like you would you would have liked that better, yeah. but they weren't and then duck donuts was there. I was like, really? We all know which their donuts are good. Yeah, but um, but they, and they had like 
they gave you a generous portion too. They were like probably five little munchkins, do- donut balls, and they had uh, cinnamon ones, like regular ones, some other one, and then there was three different glazes, mm-hmm. a caramel glaze, and two other glazes, donuts. I mean, it's right? Donut. Like I mean, I, they were they were donuts. Um, so it was fun. Yeah, it was fun, and there was like a lot of people there. So seeing some people you know I knew and and all that. Um, then they had like an area with. Which I guess this probably went into the 20s theme. There's like a card table. You can play cards, photo booth, things like that. Count, some, hey, count cards. Yeah, count. You're in there <laughs> just trying to win, picking fights. But yeah, it was fun. No, that's, that's dope. So now I got some places to try. Where was the tartar from? I'm looking. I'll have to, I have a list with all the places. I'll recognize it when I see it. Tar-tar. I actually think it was the restaurant that was at the hotel. Oh, really? Which was which was uh, the Founders Inn in Virginia Beach? Oh, the old Founders Inn. I've been kicked out of that place a few the times. The Swan Terrace. <laughs> the Swan Terrace. Yeah. Real fancy. Yeah. But I asked a the dude. They must have had some like intern working working the booth because I was like, <laughs> this. I was like, what kind of steak is this, man? Like, I want to know the cut, like where this raw, where it was coming from. You know, was it what was the cow's name? Ribeye? Was it from the sirloin? Was it from the? He didn't. He didn't know, did he? And he didn't know, but he he was just like, he told me it was like you know uh, Angus something. something. I'm like, well, yeah, that's a freaking cow. Yeah, like I I didn't ask what type of cow it was. Um, and he's like, is is all I know is it's like twenty eight dollars a pound. (laughs) I was like, okay. Um, so so I'm gonna imagine at twenty eight dollars a pound. It definitely wasn't like a tenderloin, right? So nah, no, tenderloin will probably be like even more, 35, 40 bucks a pound. It was, and it was fattier. It's so probably, it's it probably, probably like a, rib, a ribeye. Ribeye, yeah. yeah. That's what I figured. So it's pretty standard. Um, I was just trying to impress him, and I realized I just put him in a tough spot. He didn't even know. Yeah. He probably got fired. Thanks a lot, man. Mm. How are you going to do that to somebody? All right. So it's today, time to time to dig in. We're not just talking about food. We could probably do that, and that'd be fine. We're talking about talking about brushing your teeth, man. Brushing your teeth, even more so. So we're talking about self care strategies. Take care of yourself. Obviously, brushing your teeth is important, but we're talking more like self care overall. To where, yeah, that's a, a reason a lot of people start wanting to exercise mm-hmm. and eat better. And exercise and eating better are forms of self-care. But they're not the only form. Yeah. Beyond that. And there's a great article from Precision Nutrition by Camille de Puter. Putter? Puter? You wanted to say Puter. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so like we, we thought there's some great tips in there. So kind of go over those, share them with you guys. Because it's something that a lot of people ask about and can benefit from. So three self-care strategies some of these you'll probably have heard us mentioned in older podcasts sporadically but we're gonna put them all together condense them down and the first is just do something right start start with five to ten minutes a day of learn starting to prioritize which seems so simple this could be anything so what like what are we talking here it could be like Make just making a list of go for a five minute walk. Yep, five minute activities you can do. Um, and again, 
nutrition and exercise are good forms of self-care, but a lot of times you, you need to have stuff to set you up to even have time for those. So that's mm-hmm. where, you know, just creating a little journal, starting to track your day, take time to even give yourself a chance to have time. I think that's the main intent for like a five minute day habit is just to start reflecting. to give yourself time to do something mm-hmm. or yeah, reflect on, on what you have to do or what you have done. Cause I, I feel like a lot of people don't give themselves enough time. Mm-hmm. Like the day is just jam packed full of stuff yeah. and there's no room for mm-hmm. yourself. Yep. And even doing a little five minute gratitude journal is good. Just because then instead of focus, it's easy for us to focus on all things we're not doing or should be doing or don't have. Mm -hmm. If you focus on what you do have, all of a sudden it's a shift of mindset. Yeah. I think uh, one that a lot of people say is like make your bed every day Mm -hmm. because it's just like a small activity that like you wouldn't view it as taking care of yourself, but like you're checking something off a list and you're getting your day started right. And like that could be a form of just taking a second to set your day up better that's really simple and easy to do. Mm-hmm. All right. Now, strategy number two will be the one to really dig in on. Embrace the three Ds. The three, the three Ds. The three Ds. <laughs> Delegate. Delete. Do less. So, where you'll end up seeing the overarching theme with this is most people are over-scheduled, overdoing it, and you're never going to be able to have self-care unless you just give yourself some, some time and realize now we almost like feel obligated to fill every second and always have a million plans and that if you have any downtime, it's almost like you should feel guilty about that. Yeah, like that. you're a failure because you have time free. But this is why we, we, we are overstressed. And struggling. Yeah. As a whole. Yeah. Everybody. You need to see downtime as a good thing. And that's going to start with creating it through the three Ds. The three Ds. So, delete. Obviously, pretty self-explanatory, right? Just take stuff out. Um, look at your activities, your habits. Well, actually, we'll backstep. First, you need to know exactly how you're spending your time. Awareness, right? Like we talk about with nutrition. Like you got to know what you're doing in order to change something. This one thing answers almost every problem anyone ever has is keep a journal of your time, time journal. Every 15 minutes in a Mm -hmm. day. And then you realize like how much do I actually scroll through Facebook or Instagram? Yep. And a lot, I think a lot of that time passes quickly for people. And so we never really like actually think about like how long am I doing this for? It's just... You know, 15, 20 minutes here, 15, 20 minutes there, or you fill all of your empty gaps in your day with it. So it adds up to three hours across your day and you don't even realize it. And here's the thing. People avoid doing it because it's uncomfortable Mm -hmm. because you know how you're spending your time. (laughs) Yeah. And you know that the things you say you can't do now all of a sudden that you can find the time. But you have to be super critical of how you spend your time. And most people just ultimately don't like, they don't want to think that they are, that we are that person who's spending time, wasting time on these things. So it's just, it's uncomfortable. Yeah. But you, you have to do it. That's the only way to really dig in with this stuff. So keep, keep a time journal for your day, like 15 minute increments of everything you're doing, then dig, dig in with it. Yeah. And then you're going to, a good thing to do is start with, Starting to delete activities, right? So obviously, your kids 
swimming practice or soccer practice, you, you don't want to delete. Yeah, that's like a very right? important thing. But then you may notice you have TV time or um, time spent on social media, scrolling on your phone, time wasted. Or again, it's not wasted if you decide to do it, but you may realize, no, well, that's time I could be reading or going to the yeah. gym or going grocery shopping or meal prepping. I think it's just prioritizing and figure out what are my most important things. And you could even rank stuff, you know, like how important are these activities that I normally do in a day or a week? And then, you know, maybe your top five or so, like you're going to make sure you do those, but anything under that might get taken out. Yeah. So then after you delete a few things, which yes, you're going to have to delete. You have to. If you're complete chalk full, whether it's half the, even if half the stuff is somewhat time wasted, it's still things you have to delete. You have to not do these things, right? Or maybe not do them as much. Then from there, what can you delegate? You know, yeah, yeah. leverage leverage your your spouse, right? If you have one, that's your fortunate. Or even your kids at a certain age. Yeah. Or maybe it's even worth paying for certain things. You can delegate grocery shopping now. Yeah, or a, a meal prep service, right? You get meals that are already prepared, yeah. so you don't have to cook them. You just heat them up. You're de- so then you're delegating grocery shopping, cooking. Um, you can't delegate working out, though. Yeah. Someone else can't do um, that. So what can you delegate? You know, can you get a kid or a neighbor or your kid to cut the grass? Can you get your spouse to maybe pack lunches? Um, stuff like that. Yeah. And a lot of that, I think people maybe shy away from that sometimes because it does cost more money, right? Sometimes. You know, if it's not your mm-hmm. spouse or your kids, you might be paying for a service, but then just like decide, is this, wor- like, is this worth it to me? Is this worth freeing up my time? And a lot of times it is. And just freeing up your your sanity, right? And not being redlined all day because you're worried about fixing dinner at night when that's not your most important thing you have to do. Yep. And then do less. Yeah, just have less things to do. (laughs) So you've eliminated, eliminated some things. You delegated some things. Now you need to fight the urge not to maybe add things and replace. And... And the things you do add, make sure maybe, yeah, now oh, I'm going to take time to go to the gym or to take a bubble bath or to Oof, do nothing, bath. you know? So Doing nothing is doing something. Yeah. Like you it's have a plan. to, at some point, eventually do less so you can recharge and have that self-care. Yeah. And I, and I think it's really hard now because everyone, there are a million things to do and we're always on the go, but fighting the urge to fill your time I think it's important. And like don't like people get shamed for not doing everything. So that's that's a perfect point in that um good enough is good enough. Yeah. Right? You don't have to be don't don't like get shamed or let whatever magazine or thing be like this is what a perfect parent or person or productive yeah. you know that you need to do all these things that you have to have a, a jam-packed schedule yeah, and if you're not doing x y and z then you're failing well maybe to the person who wrote that but maybe not to you and you have yeah. to decide like what's important to me and you know am i neglecting anything and if you're not then you know tell them to kick rocks and just yeah. live your life however you want i think a lot of it stems from like look at this like everything in your life doesn't have to be an a plus no right maybe for one thing to be a plus some other stuff has to to be a B then that's okay. or a C. The problem is, you know, we're 
come up in school where you need to be straight A student, right? But the reality is in the real world, real life, you need to prioritize things, which means some things get more attention, some things get less, and that's okay. Yeah, because you, you just can't, you can't have your attention on all fronts. You just can't do it. There's no mm-hmm. way for a person to do it and stay sane, um, at least normal people. You yeah. Know? Like, we just can't. I mean, click for me when I moved to, you know, the old neighborhood with the house, and I'll be driving to the gym and see like a neighbor with the best yard working on his yard. And then I'm, then I'm like, I'm going to work on the yard too. And then go, and you see how much all the stuff costs. And then, but then I'll step back and think, Hey, well, look, I'm, I'm actually going to the gym using this hour. I, that's a priority of mine. Maybe his is his yard. And ultimately I just don't have the time to do everything and that's okay. I'm not gonna have the best yard. And ultimately who is grass and dirt? Like it doesn't matter. It's fine. So, I mean, it may matter to someone that's a, their priority, which is yeah. fine. But hey, look, maybe they're struggling to find time to go to the gym. And there it is. Hey, like, could they hire someone to do their yard if they want to go take care of their body and health more? If they don't have that time and they're spending it you know, on the yard, those are things you got to figure out. Yeah. Um, but yeah, realizing there's kind of a give and take there. And you need to know, go, like we said, go back to really keep a journal to know where your time's going. And then also you can probably add to that a priority list. Mm-hmm. I and, think that's important. And realize not everything has to be an A+. Plus. Yeah. That's a super hard one. And then strategy number three, separate your shoulds from your coulds. Shoulds and coulds. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's really kind of a, a priority list for the most part. And think of how many... So it's funny, going through these, I've gotten pretty good about them. This is probably the one that I know I need to work on the most. Because it's so easy to have that list of things you're going to do or want to do. Mm-hmm. Or even when I like go through my emails and be like, oh, this is all the stuff I have to address. And so you'll keep, you'll address some and keep some in there. Like, I'm going to get to that. Like four weeks later, you still haven't got It's a should. If it's a should. Do it. Just do it. If it's not, it's like, just don't do it. Like, yeah, don't do, it. Don't, don't do even, it. don't even make it. Don't string yourself along. Yep. Like it's a should. Should and could. Now my, my brain like, feels like smoke's coming out right yeah. now with these two, these two words here. Should and could. Um, yeah, so shoulds, ultimately, a lot, a lot of times, yeah, they, they'll take up our brain, right? Mm-hmm. So we're spending time thinking like we should do this. Do this. And we never do. Yep. But then we, and then we feel guilty for never doing it. And then it's still there. And then we keep yeah, saying, this well, is, I'm going to get to this it. It's pretty much my life. Uh, when you're not, just say, I'm not going to do that mm-hmm. and move on. And don't eat, then you're giving it no time or energy. Um, yeah, this is probably my biggest one. So, yeah. So kind of looking and noticing those things, you know, that, that you think you should do. Um, and one fun thing they suggest, Precision Nutrition, they've done this, I've seen this before, it's kind of cool, I've seen it in other places as well, is you make a tournament-style bracket, you know, of all your shoulds and coulds. March Madness, let's do it. And, yeah, let them kind of go at it, and, you know, and, and tell you, so you take 10 things and you, it helps you decide on really, the, hey, what's the one I'm going to do, you know? And a lot of times you need to do this, like, repeatedly. Repeatedly, yeah. Because you always have more shoulds and coulds coming in, and you want to make sure your th- your thing is your thing. Um, so yeah, I like that one. Yeah, and for me, I, d- I end up doing a good job. Like we even talked before, so, you know, where you can get distracted, and you now this is my one thing. 
but I probably still let too many shoulds and coulds come in, which you also don't want to not do it. You always yeah. want to explore things. But I think, yeah, you kind of have to leave the mind open a little yeah. bit and then just kind of assess as you go. Otherwise, you might shut out some good stuff Yeah, if you do that. I think the real big key is making decisions on things quicker and sooner. You know, so the longer like, you wait, the yeah. harder it is. Be like, I, I should or could do this thing, and I'm going to let it linger. Cause, and then every day, I got to do this, or I need to, or I'm thinking. And then you actually don't do anything. And it gets harder. Yeah. And it's then harder feel, to actually execute. And you may even start to feel productive for just thinking about it. Thinking about it. That's the hard one. Like, you know how we, I, we mm-hmm. all get excited when we plan something? Yeah. And then I, like, that's enough excitement for us, and then we never execute? Like, yeah. that's kind of what that is. But then think about how good it feels when you finally just execute, on, in, whether it's yes or no, or do this thing, or decide not to, and then it just doesn't take up space in your, in your head anymore. Do you want to know what pretty much my whole existence is me needing to do something, and then putting it off for like four months, and then Whitney is like, you need to do this. Mm-hmm. And then like I finally do it, and I'm like, man, that felt really good. She's like, yeah, why'd you wait so long to do it? Every time, that's pretty much going to be that until the day I die. That's where I'm at right now. It was like hanging that AED. I know. I know. Then it finally got done, and here we are. And you don't even realize how much those little things, how good they can make you feel. I know. And then you you don't realize how much they add up to when you're like, damn, I got like. Why didn't I do that? That's my most comp. Why didn't I do this already? Why why does the human brain work that way? I I think it's 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 my brain. Yeah. And then it's think of all maybe the stress it weighed. When you should have just yeah, all those little stresses that add up, and this is stuff we've addressed before that we should probably listen to, but like, yeah, just do it. Mm. Don't think about it. So yeah, the three Ds. Three Ds. Delegate. Find someone else to do your stuff. Mm-hmm. Delete. Take a couple things out that you don't need. We don't need to do everything. And? What was the last one? Delete, delegate. Looking at my notes. Do less. Do less. I knew it was. It was so simple. Delete, delegate. It was too simple. Delete, delegate. Just stop doing so much stuff that you don't need to do. Does that make you uncomfortable to hear that? If it does. It makes me a little uncomfortable and I do less. Mm -hmm. I don't do a lot. I'm good at doing less. You are. I think you're probably the best at it. Like you manage it really well. Alexis is amazed at like how much time I spend <laughs> doing nothing on the couch with Arnie. I'm like I'm recharging. I'm an old cell phone. It's dude, you know it's how old cell phones need long, <laughs> longer to recharge. Oh man! But you, but w- when you focus on the essentials and minimizing, you you find the things that are super productive. I'm I mean, super rewarding, like for you as a person. Yeah, I mean, we talk about it. That's kind of our whole approach, right? With exercise and nutrition, it's like. Minimum effective dose. Yeah. Why? And like, why do more than you need to do if you super get the diminishing same, returns? Yeah. yeah. And you find that, and it uh, it applies in everything, like I know business and relationships and all that. Everything. Give like enough. And we're not mm-hmm. saying like, you know, I guess do the bare minimum to just hang on for your life. But like, there's a minimum effective dose for everything. Yeah. And yeah, because remember, minimum effective dose doesn't mean minimum either. Yeah, it means like this is. Yeah, because the minimum dose, say, for with exercise would be, well, nothing. Exactly. Which is what a lot, a lot of people either do nothing or I'm going to go six days a week or everything. two hours a day. Well, let's do like the least to get us that, that best result. To get us the most result yeah. before diminishing returns kicks in. Exactly. Just do that for everything. And you can probably find the same thing in your work, mm-hmm. in your, again, relationships. and Yeah, like how much time do you waste at work, you know, 
not yeah. actually doing anything. Yep. And a big one, and we'll probably have to, we won't go too into this so people won't start hate, hating and throwing stuff at their radios, but, you know. Their radios. We'll get paranormal. Same, same thing, like, a lot of times, especially with kids, as they get into activity age, right? They probably don't need to do everything, every second, have every nah. minute of their kids, calendar Hey, filled. kids need to do less, too. They need downtime. Yeah. So, fine. Hey, it's good to have them do some structured things so that they're on a team and getting the benefits of that. Or, But then also probably some unstructured or just downtime. Even Creative for, time. For yourself, right? So, you don't have to spend all your time driving them everywhere to every place mm-hmm. and then resenting, starting to resent things. We should have a parent on because so, we're not parents. Yeah. People are going to hate us for this. That's what I tell my dog. Yeah. So you're not going to the dog park nah. to, today, nah. every day. You don't need it. <laughs> say no just to say no yeah. sometimes, just like my mom used to. They stare at you. Whatever. I can be the bad cop. Minimum effective dose of treats. Yeah. That. I mean, that's a thing too, even for people. Yeah. You, hey, look, if you ate cake every day. Nah. And then it's not, a, it's not a special treat no more. Yeah. You eat cake. Special events. Only at birthdays. Still keeps its its charm. That's the other thing. Everything loses its luster if you cake do it too has much. Cake no charm, actually. I shouldn't use that. I'm going to be real. Cake. If cake's there and someone's like handing me a piece of it at a birthday, like, oh, I'll probably take it. It's fine. Yeah. Especially if they made it. And I know it'll hurt their feelings if I don't take it. But <sighs> I had some good. I realized I like cake that has like butter or uh, like cream cheese frosting. Do you? So my favorite growing up for my birthday, what I would always request would be a red velvet cake. I knew you were going to say that. So is that cream cheese frosting? See, I like red velvet with cream cheese frosting, but I don't like any other cake with cream cheese frosting. Mm. I just... We had a chocolate cake with like a cream cheese frosting. It was good. Buttercream. Buttercream. Mm. Or just butter. Slather. Well, anyways. Just do less. Do less. Delegate. Take, a, take inventory of your day. Mm-hmm. How do I spend my time? So hopefully that helps, gives yeah. you some action steps because everyone's always like, I need more self-care and, and what am I, and, they, and a lot of times we focus on <laughs> what we're going to add. Yeah, how, how, like what else can I yeah, do? And a lot of times bubble baths and meditation and what, and it's like, well, stop first doing of, four things in your day and chill. Yeah. Well, now you're just adding more to your day. That's not going to, let's start with taking away stuff. Mm-hmm. You have to. That's step one. Being okay with doing less to free you up to do those things that are going to actually yep. impact you that you've been holding off your shoulds and coulds i gotta go through my shoulds and coulds list today <laughs> shoulds and coulds. i'm gonna do them all that's a good rapper name shoulds and coulds <laughs> that's you man yeah shoulds and coulds it's one of those names where like if you, you're a rapper and like someone hears it they're like you gotta google it like why are they where do they come up with that name yeah like what is that shoulds and coulds <laughs> precision nutrition article yeah <laughs> <laughs> all right all right we'll catch you next there time there you are strategies for self-care start there Woof. that's the first hit song there you go for shoulds and could start there self-care start you're, there you're on to something don't worry about what you're gonna wear we got a recording studio right here stay tuned hey now now this is <laughs> this is going on my shoulds and coulds list is it become a rapper <laughs> now see i'm already number one of your doing it number one on your shoulds list yeah <laughs> become a rapper Already have podcast studio. We're good. What could I take out of my day? Cooking. Cooking? Dinner. F- I'm going to have to outsource that to my yeah. wife. Tell Alexis, hey, I need you to start cooking dinner. I got to start recording. I got to go to the studio. <laughs>
I, the look, man. I can already see it. Mm. She say no. All right. Obviously, as you see, we got some things to, yeah. to fa- figure out here. Hash out. We got to figure it out. All right. Take it easy. See you. As always, thanks for listening, guys. If you want to learn more, check us out at CoastalFitnessVA.com or GaryDeagle.com. We'll see you next time.